Hey there, welcome back to Inside the Daily Press, the official podcast of the Santa Monica Daily Press. So if you like food, this is your podcast. Editor Matt Hall and writer Brennan Dixon talk shop about the new Daily Press produced food magazine, Flavor. Flavor was launched in November and is available in the Daily Press, at restaurants and hotels all over the west side, and at LAX. So let's get into it. So we're here today with reporter Brennan Dixon. Uh, we're here to talk a little bit about the Flavor magazine, which is something that readers should be seeing either in the newspaper shortly after hearing this or in the coming days. Um, here at the Daily Press, we do more than just the newspaper. We have several special sections, and the Flavor magazine is our newest. It is a West Side-focused food publication. has lots of interesting information in it. Um, Brennan is our newest writer here, and he has done most of the work on the reporting side of that. So we have brought him in to give us some inside scoop on what it was like. So, Brennan, why don't you start by uh, telling us what, what, what it was like for you to work on the food side of things and what your favorite story was. Well, um, I have had no experience working with food before, or at least writing about food Uh the only work I've had on it is putting it in my belly. But uh, it was a good way to get to know the area. I'm new to Santa Monica, as you mentioned, and I got to travel all throughout the West Side. I was in Santa Monica. I was in Venice. I think I wrote about some restaurants in Malibu. Um, so, yeah, I was all over the place. I think it's hard to pick my favorite one. Uh, I did uh, really like getting to know the Santa Monica market and you know, how world famous it is, talking to the organizers there as well as chefs for different stories. Uh, it seemed like everybody centered back to the market. Uh, but the one that sticks out, the story that sticks out to me the most is probably the Rustic Canyon piece with Andy, uh, the executive chef. He really opened up to me and he told his story. Uh, you don't really get that too often as a reporter, uh, but he gladly, you know, we sat down at the table and he he opened it up. Um, he talked about his his life in New York and coming to California. Uh, again, everything centering back to the market. The first place he visited was the Santa Monica market. Um, and so, yeah, so uh, we talked about seasonality. We talked about how cutthroat the industry is, you know, when you're trying to climb the ranks and become a chef. Um, and he's just an interesting cat to be really. He uh, He's an Ivy Leaguer. Uh, he's done some musical uh, acts and stuff like that. And yeah, I would say that was the piece that sticks out. So aside from interviewing specific chefs, there were some stories in there about specific restaurants, specific dishes. Some of them are more location based than food based. Um, were there any foods that you ate or you tried during the reporting that stick out for you? I have a fat smile on my face because I was literally just bragging about this last night. And this is going to be a huge advertisement for the sunblower cruise but that salmon was life-changing the hornblower cruise the sunset the sunset cruise on the hornblower on the hornblower i'm thinking about the salmon that's just all that's on my mind right now so forgive the airs but it was delicious um i'm not even a big fish fan and uh stepping on the boat you know it, it was nice i didn't really know what i was getting into um but yeah it no lie life-changing salmon I was talking about it for a good three or four days afterwards. And what was the what? So what was the Sunset Cruise? What were you doing there? What? How does that fit into a food magazine? So um, it is a cruise that takes you 
out in Marina del Rey. It's um, a sunset cruise. Unfortunately, I think mine was around the time change. So it started a little bit after sunset. But have no fear. It was still a blast. Um, I went by myself. I was a loner, one-man crew. Um, but, yeah, there was food. Uh, obviously, there was food. That's what I'm talking about. But there was food, dancing, um, music, bars. Uh, there was a nice little uh, lookout area to go up. And, you know, you could see the boats. And we saw seals or sea lions or whatever these little harbor marine animals were. Um, and, yeah, so it fit in because uh, it was a date experience. Um, but it's also, you know, they have the food. Um, it's just something to do in the west side. So we, we thought we'd squeeze it in. So, so you're you're an inland boy, so you may not know the difference between seals and sea lions and the var- various <laughs> other sea lions. That, that's okay. So you you were seeing sea lions. Those were those are what are in Marina del Rey. I'm but, from Fresno, baby. Five five nine. Sea, sea lions, pelicans. Those are your, no sea otters, no seals. That's that's our marine wildlife. But I'm surprised you said salmon. I thought you were going to go with with the burgers as your as your thing. You know me well, Matt. You you know that I'm constantly eating burgers, and there were many many delicious burgers. Um, Shout out to everybody who let me try them. Shout out to those who even made it plain uh, because they know I'm not a fan of ketchup or mayo. But, uh, yeah, the the burgers, and you're getting into uh, the cocktails as well. Um, yeah. Well, I was going to say, that was some of the irony there, right? right? We assigned you to do a bunch of food stories, but as you said, you're not a foodie as, a, as an individual, right? <laughs> like, you don't, like, so without putting you on the spot, we'll say that I think some of your food preferences are almost un-American, right? You don't eat, you don't eat barbecue sauce? No barbecue right? sauce. My, my dad says that I'm not his son because he loves barbecue sauce so much. He will bring his own into a burger place if they don't have any. I think, that, I, I think there's, there's a very reasonable – I can see that. That is not, incre- that is not crazy. But we also we – also, I've told the story of – like I've told this to other folks here. We order pizza here at the office one day. Brennan comes in and is like, what is this crazy and wild exotic topic on your pizza? And it was mushrooms. And it wasn't even like fancy mushrooms, right? It was just like regular old butt regular mushrooms old on a pizza. Trash mushrooms, baby. But you guys do it differently in Santa Monica. Um, well, but so like being someone who's not a food person, like what did, you, what did you take away from the experience of talking to a bunch of chefs and learning about the farmer's market and trying foods that might not have been in your wheelhouse? I, I think um, that was my biggest takeaway is try new things, um, you know, get out there and explore. There are so many places here just in Santa Monica, but you can go even broader out to Venice um, that specialize in dishes that you would never even think to pair. Uh, you, I did a story on Onda and, you know, they talked about their cuisine being um, foundationally Mexican, but it brings in all these other twists. Um, so I think that's what I really took away from the experience of covering all these different places was try new foods, uh, eat seasonally, and just be open. You never know what flavor you might discover. Yeah, and so you did mention cocktails, and I'll g- give a, a shout-out to, to Neat, which was the cocktail lounge that one of the places I went for a story we did on different winter cocktails, and they're just outside Santa Monica, um, but they're the same ownership structure and family that just took over um, the Canary, which is down there at on 5th um, and... Arizona, I believe, is where they are. It's old West End space right across from the ice rink. Um, but, yeah, they're a great place. It's just outside of town if anyone's looking for a place to go, either a date night or you just want a want stiff drink after work. Um, straight bar, no food, great bartenders, nice vibe, good place to go and hang out. Um, and slightly different. Something to get, you can't necessarily get everywhere in town with specialized drinks and uh, bartenders that really know their stuff. 
Um, but yeah, all of those stories are, are in our Flavor magazine. It is something folks can pick up pretty much at all of the newsstands um, this week. I believe it will be in Friday's newspaper. We'll also have some around town. We'll have them in the hotels and the restaurants. We've got some at the airport. So anyone that wants to check that out and see what we're talking about in the food scene can do so. Um, thank you, Brennan. We appreciate your time on this, and uh, we'll have you back to talk about your next round of stories in the future. Thanks for having me. So Brennan was just here to talk with us about food and our Flavor Magazine special section. But as I said, that's not the only thing we do. We have several products here that aren't the newspaper. Another special section that we have out right now that is highly relevant is our Tis the Season Holiday Guide. Uh, Jam-packed full of events and information related to whatever holiday you're celebrating over the next few weeks. So I've brought in with us now Advertising Director Jenny Rice. And she's going to go over some of her picks for the most interesting things to do in the next few days. So, Jenny, why don't you get us started with what, what should people be aware of in the next week to 10 days? So if you're looking for things to do, something that's fun and free that's going on from now until January 19th is a weekly series. It's called Icebreakers, and that's happening at the downtown Santa Monica ice skating rink. It's free on Sundays. It's sponsored by the Plaza Santa Monica so you can go down there, enjoy a day, to, a day of skating and free music. While you're down there, you can get uh, your photo taken with Santa over at the Santa Monica Place. Uh, it's kind of, again, self-explanatory. You can go check out the, the mall and get your classic photo done there. And another cool tip is the um, you can get a fast pass to get your photo taken with Santa over at the Santa Monica Place. Just like Disneyland, you can skip the line. That's available on their website, and that's a, a nice insider's tip that you'll definitely want to use when uh, it starts getting crazy between now and, and Christmas. Um, no shortage of events happening. One good resource is the Buy Local event calendar. So if you check out their website, they'll have all of these events throughout Santa Monica. I love, obviously, the the abundance of options on the Third Street Promenade, everything from the mall to your Doc Martin store, uh, as well as Montana Avenue that has the most amazing little places to shop for super unique gift items. I have a really cool shirt that says, tis the season for cocktails, and that's from Jane. So every holiday season I go down there and I pick up another fun uh, graphic tea. There's also Lark Ellen is another one of my favorite stores to shop at. I always get really cool ornaments, candles with fun sayings. Um, even Pico, they have a lot of new stores that have recently opened where you can get these just, just unique gifts that you don't find at the big name places. Inside the Daily Press podcast is brought to you by The Brig Band. The Brig Band is an LA jam band that has been playing live since 2002. Regular members and guests have played professionally with everyone from Miles Davis, Herbie Hancock, and Stevie Wonder to The Doors, Fishbone, and Steely Dan. 
find out where and when you can hear them live, head to thebergband.com. Thank you.